big hearts. Big hearts. Big hearts is the name of this podcast episode, my friends, my listeners. I am currently in Atlanta, Georgia. I got to a place in my life where I decided that I wouldn't be recording podcasts the day of their releases. I would go on ahead in the future and make episodes and drop them. So when you are getting this, I am not in Atlanta. I've already been in Atlanta. But my friends, you realize how hard it is to make a podcast every fucking day and release it by 5 a.m. and make it quality. Holy shit. You have to go in the future and you have have to make episodes in advance and release them but i will not go too much in the future because then we lose relativity and context for the message so i'll just say i'm about a week ahead of you guys in the future dropping this episode so that when you get here your mind will freaking explode here we go welcome to the justin gray podcast how'd you like that for an intro i'm sitting in my hotel room at the sheridan hotel atlanta about to go to a show that i came up here for But I want to share with you today, guys, the thing I did today that had an effect on me and why it deals with a big, big, big heart, the big heart. I went to the, yeah, MLK Museum, the Center for, I guess, Human Rights here. You know that Martin Luther King Jr. was from Atlanta. Um, Ebenezer Baptist Church was his church and evidently in 2006 the city of Atlanta and its mayor bought back millions of dollars of well what was MLK's writings and I got to go to a museum where I got to see his writings man like straight up like handwritten sermon outlines of MLK would you have it it's like $50 to get in but but I came on a day and an hour that it was free (laughs) that amazing and because i'm such a good american citizen i snuck my camera phone into the museum and took pictures of the sermon outline and i slightly feel regret for it but i don't know i I, i'm conflicted with these things i'm I'm sorry if that offended you but i just want to have that memory and it's like it's gonna do so much good for my life anyways i tell you that because i was looking at mlk's sermon outline reading it (laughs) And uh, from his speech, The American Dream, and, and just taking notes from it. I posted it on my Instagram, and in case you remember, if you do follow me on the IG. Uh, but yeah, like, I was just blown away by a few lines that he had. Um, but the main message that I took away from the whole experience in the museum and the entirety of the museum was this idea of a big heart. And... Um, it comes back to this idea of welcoming the foreigner in your life, welcoming the, welcoming the immigrant in your life, welcoming the stranger in your life, welcoming the other in your life, and how we naturally want to be around people that are like us. I mean, you can't, I don't care how inclusive or progressive you are, there's somebody in this world that you don't feel comfortable with. And you have those people, I have those people, and regardless of their... Uh, nationality or customs or language or sexuality or whatever it is your feeling of angst comes from you have people in this world that you probably don't jive with for some reason Um, maybe it's genetic i don't know maybe it's like deep in your roots and your bones and your dna from somewhere along the line of your lineage maybe it's not people that are different than you maybe it's people that are just like you it's hard for you to be around them i'm not sure but what i want to say is you do have people that are hard to love They're very hard to love and you naturally gravitate away from these people. 
And so do I. And so do I. And my message today is to encourage you to embrace the other. And when I say other, I mean capital O, and that's fill in the blank for you. What's hardest for you to embrace, embrace it. The people that are hard to love. Maybe that's the haters, right? All this talk about the haters, man. Get the haters away from me. The haters have a message for you. Okay, how about how about we start spreading messages like that? Like the haters. You you you're trying to avoid all the negativity, all the hate, all these people just surround me with the positive. I don't need the negative in my life. <laughs> the only way you learn, my friend, is from the contrast, is from the opposite, is from the difference. Naturally, we want peace and security and an easy road and happiness, so we try to surround ourselves with the people that cheer us on. I get it. I get it, but you can learn a lot. Oh, you can learn a lot from a mean YouTube comment. I got a, a mean comment on social media. Yeah, I'm not going to share it here. And it, and it came from a place of anger from somebody, but you know what? There was a lesson learned in that comment, and I received it gladly. And I, I just tell you this, guys, because they're, they're, we're, we're scared of the other, capital O. We're scared of that person that... It's different than us. And we can take this into like, you know, literal terms like the immigrant, right? The literal immigrant, the person, the Mexican, the Venezuelan, the Cuban from another country coming into our city. Oh my gosh, like taking our whatever you want to see it as. You could take it as someone that's a different sexuality, like a transgender person or a, a person of a different language. A person that speaks languages in front of you and makes you feel inferior, speaks that language to other people. It can be different customs. It can be different religions and how that ties into culture. It could be a different smell. You ever smelled somebody and like, oh, get that person away from me. Or just a different energy altogether. You're like, oh my gosh, like, the fuck, what is this? You ever felt that way? I have. I have. It's these people in our life that are the hardest to love. They make us feel uncomfortable. We naturally gravitate to our tribe, to the people like us or the people that think like us. But what I want to give you today, this message of the big heart, is that your capacity to love and the depth and width of your heart run in direct parallel to your ability to love the other. Let's go for that one more time. Let's go for that one more time. The depth and width width of your heart runs in direct parallel to your ability to love the person that is considered the other. That's how far your heart goes, guys. It's not about loving people like you and I love them so, so much. Yeah, they're, they're easy to love, okay? Yeah, if we're talking about marrying somebody, like, please, please choose somebody that's easy to love. Um, but I'm talking about genuine phileo love, And phileo is a Greek word for that brotherly love, that friendly love, that non-sexual love, that love. That's the love I'm talking about. That's the love I'm referring to when I talk about the depth and width of your heart. How deep it goes. Your ability to show compassion and forgiveness. Your ability to show mercy and grace and kindness. The depth of that love runs in direct parallel to your ability to show it to the foreigner, to the other, to the person 
that is the most difficult to love. It's no wonder why Jesus even says, love your enemies. Have you ever wondered why he would say that? Love your enemies? He's talking about phileo love. He's talking about that understanding of love. He's like, love them. Love them. Love them. That is hard, my friends. I'm not talking about something easy. But Jesus knows, and I'm telling you the message straight from the scriptures, when you have the ability to do that, you grow the depths of your heart. Oh, how much easier love will come to the people who are easy to love, right? If I can love my enemy, oh my gosh, how much can I love the people who I currently love who are easy to love? If I can love my enemy, man, what else can I do with this big heart of compassion and grace? You know it's what our world needs, guys. You do. You know that our world needs more love, compassion, forgiveness, grace, mercy, togetherness, unity. You know that our world needs this. And it's going to come from people just like you. Loving and embracing the other. The other. The person who is unlike you. The person who is different than you. How do I do that, Justin? You do it through humility. You do it through finding a piece of who you are in them. You do it through realizing that in one way or another you are connected. It starts with humility. It starts with knowing your own limitations, your own brokenness. It starts with a cutting down of pride and arrogance. Being able to see the human in another because you first saw it in yourself no matter how weird they are, being able to embrace and love them because you love and embrace yourself. The depth of the human heart runs in direct parallel to your ability to love those that are hardest to love. Yeah. Yeah. That's the message of the big heart. That's the message I took away from the museum, from human rights, from MLK, from taking pictures of his sermon outline on the American dream. My friends, I hope this message today spoke to you. I hope you'll go out into your day and find that fucking person that's hard to love. And would you show them grace and compassion? And would you grow your heart because of it? When that person treats you bad, would you show grace and compassion anyways? Oh, but that feels so wrong to do, right? I need to get even. Oh, no. Because your heart isn't deep enough yet. Would you give grace and compassion to those around you that need it the most? And may grace and peace be with you the whole way through.